All right, y'all. It's spooky season. Spooky season. We're back with another episode of Shit's Fucking Weird, bro. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> spooky. What the fuck is that sound on Don't those fucking... Don't even talk about that like, shit anymore. I'm done with that. That one time you brought up in your phone, it was annoying. Was that last October? Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't last October. I forgot I brought it up on the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, it's, the, it's like, like you're curly. curly from yeah. fucking <laughs> Three Stooges. <laughs> Anyways, I forgot um, I brought it up. We're talking Winchester Mystery House. Spoopy House. Winchester Spoopy House. And look, when we when we decided to do this, I was like, oh, we're going to get into a bunch of ghost shit, right? And then, I don't know. It didn't really... Oh, it didn't go ghost shit. It wasn't... I don't know. It ah. didn't feel very frivolous to me. Because, ah. I mean... Are you talk about... Like, I watched a Ghost Hunters episode for this. Oh! <gasps> I fucking what the fuck was hate that? those guys. What the fuck was that? Dude, that Ghost Hunters episode, though, there was really like a person I saw walk by the fucking window. I don't know if I was seeing shit. I mean, they could hire actors to just walk. Yeah, but did you see that that one section where they're pointing down the hallway and they're just like clearly a shadow that just walks past? It could have been a fucking car's headlights or something. You don't know. It could have been. There's but hell it, of people working on that but property. It, look, well, not at night. Nobody stays there at night. There's a shit ton of caretakers there, dude. Nobody stays there at night. You know how expensive that fucking property is in fucking uh, San Jose? Would you stay there at night? Fuck no. no. I'm out of there. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that really scared me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fucking knew she was going to do that shit. <laughs> God damn it. What an ass. Now that I screamed like a little girl. <laughs> Was that Let's, real? That was, like, it was half real. And then I realized it was my wife also. I thought you did that on purpose. Nah, I think See, that was mostly real. When I get scared, I'm just like, oh. play it back. <laughs> tell, tell me what I did. Yeah. Fucking it. Anyway. Anyway. Winchester Mystery Fuck House. that shit. Oh, my goodness. We're talking Winchester Mystery House. So. <laughs> it's just. Like how you looked over at the yeah, door. I had to. <laughs> It's just south of where we are right now. It's in San Jose. San Jose. Uh, it's one of the largest and most bizarre private residences in the United States. Lar- I think it's not one of the most bizarre. It's the most bizarre. Like, what's weirder than the Winchester Mystery House of, I don't as know. how it's laid out and shit like that? I have that? no idea. I mean, it has a hundred. It has approximately 160 rooms. They're really not sure of the number. They just landed on a 160. Well, it's weird, too, because beforehand, it was seven stories. It was seven stories At high. At one time, it was seven stories high, and then the, um, 19, the earthquake. 1909? 1908? 1906. Okay. The 1906 earthquake they're still finding shit still it's it's ridiculous yeah it's like laid out like a labyrinth it's not it's not like a standard layout of a house labyrinth i like that oh okay play right into my little hand okay right into your little hands my strong hand (laughs) (laughs) scary movie reference i like it you like that yeah um but yeah it's fucking who needs 47 fireplaces? Uh, 47 fireplaces. There's 47 fireplaces, 17 chimneys. Well, you got to think. It, like, it was 
pre nineteen hundred. It's not like they had fucking. They had heating. She had heating. Oh yeah, they had a furnace at the yeah. Fire. They had they had no, their own she, gas. So like natural gas lines and everything. The home's conveniences were rare for its time of its construction. These included a steam forced air heating, modern indoor toilets, plumbing. Push button gas lights. She had a fucking shower. She was like one of the first people yep. to have a shower had a pu- inside the house. She had push button lights, but they yeah. were run by gas. Right. And then you push the button and it's run by and gas. It, and it, Indoor shower. And it starts a spark. Yeah. And, and then she had, uh, yeah, like a barbecue. Yeah. And then uh, she had uh, electricity and she had one uh, electric elevator and then one was a rare horizontal hydraulic elevator piston actually one of the oldest i think it might be the oldest electric elevator in either the united states or in california and then the hydraulic piston was kind of uh odd as well because usually you use a vertical piston to go up and down but it because it's it's more space saving but winchester the vertical piston it's it's space saving you're telling me she got a fucking wonka vader in that bitch pretty much and she got a, a horizontal a horizontal uh a piston elevator, I guess that it's more efficient, but it takes up a lot of room. And she enjoys. Well, yeah, it's got to be able to go up ways, down ways, sideways, front ways, through the roof. <laughs> and then she, uh, she liked the design of it better, so she just slapped it in there. Well, let's let's preface this by saying that uh, after her husband's death of TB, like uh, R.I.P. Arthur Morgan, um, in eighteen eighty one. Uh, Sarah Winchester inherited more than uh, $20.5 million in fucking 1881, which is equivalent to uh, $532 million in 2018. Fucking chump change. So she had... Not only that. Yeah. She also had... A shit ton of shares in Winchester Rifles. Oh, she owned over. She was she, the majority, was majority share. stakeholder. Over so half. she made like a thousand dollars a day profit uh, off of that. Yeah, which is equivalent to twenty six thousand dollars a day today. So <laughs> she's yeah. making bread. So it doesn't matter. She, yep, she literally that. has like an infinite amount of. Money. She's like in Oprah. 18- she's like Oprah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like without the publicity. Yeah, without you get a car, you get a no. car. She was trying to keep everybody away and and confuse She's them. She's like if you if you had Oprah's money but didn't have to give a shit. Yeah, basically you just made guns to kill people. Well, I mean, well, it was a gun that won that. the West, right? Sure was. Mm. Well, it was the Winchester. Yeah, but th- you know, you thought the Civil War was bloody. Imagine if they had that fucking thing. The repeater. Instead Dude. of a fucking muzzle loader, Instead of fucking all right, shit, shit, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> Where's my Flint boy? Flint boy? <laughs> no, they fucking fifteen. You got fifteen shots before you had to reload. Yeah, that's a big fucking advantage against a bow and arrow, or. Well, yeah, that's honestly what, during that's the time what, that's what they were doing. That's what they were killing, fighting, the killing the engines, killing all the great indigenous people yeah, of I, the area. Well, listen, I just said engines because that's how they would say it back in the day. I'm sorry if that's offensive. I did mm-hmm. not mean it. the The Native Americans they were fighting, they were very underpowered with their bow and arrows. I'm sure they yeah. fucked up a but lot of people. If you though. had a musket, you could see how a bow and arrow would be a problem for you. They oh, for sure. Keep fucking yeah, because it's a lot you. faster. the The reload time's a lot faster. So that I mean, I bet you a lot of people got changed. fucked up though, dude. Dude, those bows and arrows got fucked up. Imagine and then getting you hit get, by, and then you get scalped depending yeah. on who attacks the tribe. You. Yeah. yeah. Imagine getting hit with a bow and arrow. 
Like and rightly so. I feel like you should kind of get scalped if you're yeah. Fuck just, you, Whitey. You know, shoot first, ask questions later type yeah. of thing. Now get off this land. This is mine but now. We're not talking about that. This is neither here nor there. So, according to a source, after the loss of her husband, Sarah went on a three-year world tour before settling in California in 1884. <laughs> we'll edit that out. The, the New Haven Register, which was dated in 1886, lists Sarah as having been removed to Europe. Whatever the fuck that means. What after she moved from Connecticut? After her, um, no, after her husband died. Yeah, yeah, it said she's been removed to Europe. Like she just dipped out to Europe. What? Okay, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, but no, there's no other information that tells us where she went or what she did. It just tells us that we were in Europe. But we have some educated guesses, one of which I decided was worthy of noting. Argentina. So I know that's not how Europe, familiar but, you are know? you with Freemasonry? Uh well I know about Fairly. masonry you know the free how free it is <laughs> so the the freemasons have traditionally barred free women masonry I've never heard it put that way <laughs> the freemasons have traditionally barred women from membership however there are numerous documented cases when you're making money like Sarah Winchester dude you're like a hey. where there's there's a lot of cases where strong headstrong women had gained admittance into liberal Masonic lodges as far back as the 18th century. So a hundred years pre Sarah Winchester, right? Yeah. So a movement in France called co-freemasonry, which allows for male and female membership was already underway when she was doing her trip around Europe. Yeah. Right. Obviously she's going to stop in France. Bitches love France. That's just the way it is. So given her social status, don't do that when I have whiskey. <laughs> you know how bad that hurts? Oh, oh my goodness. Real good, huh? What <laughs> notes did you get there? <laughs> Burn. Fire. <laughs> I got the fire note off of the Buffalo Trace. So, Sarah Winchester's social status, her connections to Freemasons, and her mastery of the European languages, it like makes her a shoe-in for those French liberal Masonic yeah, liberal. Did so, she enjoy croissant at the Eiffel Tower? Who does? You got to get you a butter croissant if you're gonna go to Paris. Yeah, or France in general. Butter there, croissant. There's nothing fucking. I mean, there's probably a couple things like it, <laughs> but you can't get a croissant like you know, that. No, it's anywhere. You you have to equate it to like getting like sushi in Japan, or like getting uh you know something like that. That's I feel like, like it's like croissants, wine, coffee. Those are the three things I really want in France. Coffee, not so much. Coffee's like, like Colombia. Actually, you know what? Italian coffee's better. Yeah, Lavazza. Oh. Or like, you got to go to like Colombia. I, I mean, you go to whatever. Okay, once she gets <laughs> to California, that's when she buys that eight room house in San Jose to be closer. Just to that her, little fucking eight room house to be closer to her uh, Pardee relatives because she was Sarah mm. Pardee before she was Sarah Winchester. So obviously she lost that pretty much that whole family. Yeah. So she moves back to be closer to her family that moved out for the gold rush. Gold rush. All right. Fuck you, dude. You got you, you got it I before saw that I look could. You gave me. Like... <laughs> so one of those party relatives was uh, Enoch Party. Motherfucker's e- name is Enoch or Enoch. E N O C H. You know, there's like, I've watched a lot of Ancient Aliens, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I'm pretty sure there's an alien named Enoch, Enoch out yeah, there somewhere. Probably. What the fuck? So he became a, a highly respected physician and politician while he was living in Oakland. Oakland. In the, the town. town, bro. So later, uh, George C. Party followed in his father's footsteps. Uh, he became the governor of California. Is it P-A-R-D-E-E? Yeah. Okay. Like I was Party like... Lane, like yeah. the streets in Oakland that are Oakland. fucking named after them. Oh. Yeah. So he became the governor of California in 1903 to 1907. Both Enoch and George Pardee were both members of the Bohemian Club and Uh-oh. Freemasons. Uh-oh, we getting into shit. Both of those. Both of those. They, members of both of those in, so, in the early 1900s, late 1800s. So he took part in planning uh, the world's, if not just California's, events. Plus, he went to the Bohemian Grove and just pissed if on trees. If you need a reference, we did a Bohemian Grove episode, yeah. which is a runoff of Yale Skull and Bones Club. Pretty much. Believed to be. In yeah. Here. And so he was at the Bohemian Grove just pissing on trees and fucking hookers. Yeah, swinging dicks. Yeah, swinging dicks. Dressing up as women, having fun. That's right. Yeah, that's what they do at the Bohemian but, Grove. Check our last I mean, our got, Bohemian Grove episode. She's got those connections to the Freemasons yeah. and Bohemian Grove, both very powerful societies. Groups, yeah. And during the Bohemian Grove parties, family members are allowed to. It's you're allowed like to day. have like plus ones and shit. Yeah. So who's to say she didn't rub a couple elbows and then? Is he sure they were elbows she rubbed? <laughs> and she was a uh, promiscuous uh, girl. She was a single woman after all at the time. So she had to after, do what she had to do to survive. She had to do what she had to do. Okay, I'm not judging. So after she purchases the San Jose house, along with 161 fucking acres of farmland. Yeah, that dwindled down to fucking nothing. <laughs> Have you seen it it's recently? It's now a house. No, it's like a movie theater. Have you seen it? No. So you got the Not one. recently. I. Oh, well, you did your. My uh, girlfriend. I didn't do the fucking run. Not okay. me. My girlfriend did a run and I waited for her at the finish line because I can't run. Oh, I saw you Chris, at the. Uh, you know? when, when you broke your back, I was at the rehab facility. Yeah, right down like the, street. the street. It was literally down the street. Yeah. Yeah, but. The last time I was there was for the run, and I parked in the parking lot right next to Winchester Mystery House because that's where the finish line was, and there's like an old shitty fucking like movie theater that hasn't run in years, or it's still running, but it's like a piece of shit, mm-hmm. and then there's a shopping center on the other side, and then you have fucking Santana Row right, right. in front, yeah. so if, if you guys don't know what Santana Row is, just look it up, Santa, Santana Row, Jose, San Jose, it's like fucking, it's like a strip, like if you go down... Yeah, I don't know. It's a really high end, like mall, strip mall, just on a street. But like high end shops. Yeah, high end shops. Yeah. Right across the street from this fucking house from the 1800s that's haunted as fuck. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they sold the house. So, I mean, whoever yeah. had the house probably sold the property around the house because it's so fucking. Well, the, yeah, the person. Valuable. Is, yeah, the person. Uh, or group or whatever. It, it, I didn't even get any information. I couldn't find out who the fuck bought it. Well, no, it's a group now. I'll look into it. I do have the information up here, but I'll get to it after I find it. Okay. Well, after she oh, buys it, right? Got it. It was yeah. sold in auction to a local investor for over $135,000 and subsequently leased uh, for 10 years to John and Mame Brown. 
who eventually purchased the house in February 1923, five months after Winchester's death. The house was open to the public with Mame Brown serving as the first tour guide. So they opened that shit up right away for Make tours. Yeah, right after for tours. And then uh, it was it, today it's owned by Winchester Investments LLC, which I believe it's still in the family. It was uh, that LLC is owned by the descendants of John and Mame Brown. Um, and they just sold off the land, like you said, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, that land in San Jose is fucking prime time right. right there. It's like smack dab in the middle of San Jose. Um, and like I said, they built like giant apartment complexes there. They got super high end shops and movie theaters and all this. So they made a lot of money off of fucking Lots off of, of places that. for the ghosts to go. Yeah. Maybe there's like, get the fuck out of here. That was really confused them. She had all this land and they had nowhere else to go except for this house. And it's only got eight fucking rooms. It had like you kidding me. Yeah, exactly. And then she built them so this she elaborate hires fucking, fucking thing. Twenty carpenters, <laughs> and she starts building a project that literally doesn't fucking end until the day she dies. Thirty-eight years, twenty-four hours a day. It was continuous building, nonstop. The carpenters worked on alternating schedules so that they could just keep fucking building mm-hmm. all day and night. And she wasn't it, an the architect. House reached, as we said, up to seven fucking stories. Mm-hmm. She wasn't an architect per se. No, she wasn't an architect at all. Because you've been to the house, Says Christopher. You. You've been to the house. I've been to the house. Okay, okay, I'll put it this way. Most buildings start with like a blueprint or a document that says this is what the house is going to look like when it's she finished. She didn't have none of that shit. None of that. She just started if going. If you've been to the house, it really does look like they made it up as they went. Because there's uh, doors that open up to 12-foot fucking drops outside. There's doors that if you step through them, you land in a fucking kitchen sink on the first floor. Yep. Uh, it's fucking bonkers, this thing. It's so, an architectural jigsaw puzzle. There's literally, there's staircases that literally go just to the ceiling. They 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 go up and you you can't go anywhere. It goes you know, into the ceiling. You know when you're putting a jigsaw puzzle together and you just try to jam a fucking piece in there? No, because I know how to do jigsaw puzzles correctly, Chris. You seem like a puzzle jammer. I'm not. I'm a Sarah Winchester puzzle jammer. You sure are. I put a staircase right fucking there. Yep, that it works. It goes That's to the ceiling. That's where it goes. <laughs> what about this window? Get your own goddamn puzzle. What about this window? Have it overlook in the kitchen. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh, how many doors we got? Too many? All right, just start putting them in on the exterior walls. Whatever. Yep. You know, you, they look so nice. We don't have a sheet of plywood to cover this. Ah, just put a door there. She was literally just adding shit as she had a great idea. She's like, oh, we're going to do this now. And yeah. the carpenter, I mean, she's just giving them money night and day. She has no limited resources. So as a contractor, you just got to listen to her and say, Okay, you want a huge fucking ballroom up there? No problem. She had two ballrooms. And then you get up there and you're like, how the fuck? Are people getting up here? Yeah. She had had two ballrooms in there. Like, this house was super opulent. Like, the chandeliers and everything were made out of gold and silver. It wasn't like... Silver and gold. Exactly. Yeah, we're getting to that season here soon. But now it's spoopy season. Um, Ah! (laughs) Fucking god damn it. Um, But, yeah, like, it was... It had all the amenities. Uh, she had uh, stained glass windows that were made specifically for her, custom made. That was uh, there was one that she never installed into the into the house itself. That was uh, she she liked spiders, so she had a stained glass. That's not why, but sure. 
No, she did like the spiders. The spider web ones? Yeah, she had this. Yeah. Well, it's probably to catch the spirits. That's probably the reasoning behind it. Whatever. No. It's a Freemason thing. Go ahead and spin your fucking bit. But uh, she she was into spiders, they say. So she had her favorite spider web. I don't know, like the crack spider or whatever it was. I don't know. And she had the thing made out. And uh, it was super fucking uh, opulent. And it cost a lot of money. And she never fucking installed it into the house. She put it in this room that was used as a storage room. And they called it the room with like, I think it was the room with $20,000. And it was literally just a storage room of all this expensive shit, which housed stuff that was worth $20,000 nowadays money. Right. I mean, uh, back, then. back then money. So the room was estimated over, I think it was like uh, uh, $100,000, just the stuff in the room. And then she had... You've you've probably heard is looking at this this uh, lovely uh, fucking dresser that you have back here. You know about a little company called Tiffany's, yeah, don't I do. you? I do. She, All those little uh, Tiffany blue boxes and shit over and there, and the Uggs yeah. and stuff. You know, and she uh, she had Tiffany himself make her a window herself himself. Tiffany's the last name. Uh, yeah, um, I knew that. Yeah, had him uh, make a window himself, which uh, it was a special type of glass. Which when the Tiffany's li- the daughter's name, by the way. Whatever, but I, I anyway, I, don't know. I didn't anyway. look into it. They said it was him, but it, when you shine a light through the glass, it makes these crazy, like kaleidoscopic type of uh, uh, type of what the fuck shadows or uh, light rays shine through. It distorts the light and makes these weird kaleidoscopic type of things. And she didn't even put it on an exterior window. She just put it inside the house somewhere as yeah. a window. So there was no light being shown through it. So she no, paid it was actually, it is on the exterior wall, but it has no light source. Yeah. It was like this, uh, this like, it super never faces the light. So it's like, it was this super expensive window, right. but it's but never like fucking you, why you can never see this beauty because it just looks like a regular window until you shine light through it. Then it has this crazy right. effect, but the light never fucking shines. Yeah, through. exactly. <laughs> so that this is the type of woman we're dealing with here. So like, we're well, the real question is, is she just a whimsical eccentric lady or she's just plain goddamn crazy or something else? I don't think she's crazy. I think she, Okay, go, dude. Spin your fucking your bit. What? Do, no. What do people say about her? The house is haunted. So, the the running theme, not the running theme, but like the most accepted theme uh, or theory that's out there is Sarah Winchester has been haunted by the ghosts of the people that the Winchester rifle has killed, has slain. So. She ends up going to, I believe it was still in uh, New Haven, that she went and saw a medium. And the medium told her that she needs to, let me see here. Uh, a Mr. Adam Coons? Yeah, told her, what you call it, they told her that he was uh, channeling her husband, the uh, medium. William and that, worked Winchester. Yeah, and that she should uh, leave her home in New Haven and travel west where she must continuously build a home for herself and the spirits of the people that had fallen victim to the Winchester rifles. So that's the first 
nugget of information as to why she was supposedly went right. crazy over this. But then when you go to the house, all of the little nuances, the door that opens to nowhere, the mm-hmm. staircase that leads to the ceiling, all of these little things were made to confuse the spirits. That's what was is supposed to happen. That's right. what most people say is happening. When she has she, that seance room in the middle. Dude, let I'll get to that in a oh, second. Okay. But <clears throat> fuck, I get goosebumps right now. That's fucking yeah. creepy. Um, but uh everything, like the door that leads to nowhere, you're supposedly the the spirit opens the door and just fucking falls out the thing. He's a spirit, so he'll be fine. But it's supposed to confuse like, him. You, yeah, big, you son of a bitch! Cat me again. Go, let's me let me go up this stairs. Oh fuck my head! Right. Um, she slept in a different room every right. night. He's like she's in one of these fucking rooms. She slept it's in like her, a game every night. Exactly. She slept in a different room every night. She had her own bedroom, but every night she slept in a different room. One of the more one of the one hundred something one of the bedrooms. Rooms, uh, because she was trying to she was trying to confuse the spirits so they couldn't catch up to her when she was sleeping. Don't you think they would disperse? That's a lot of victims that those... You think you divide and conquer that at that those, point. There's a lot of victims those rifles took. So you think there would just be enough to be like, you get a room, you get a room, you get a room. Believe it or not, some of them you know military I mean? minds. So exactly. you think they would take a little strategery. bit of with them. A little the bit afterlife. of strategery, yeah. but nope. Um, but everything in there is meant to confuse the spirits. And as you got to earlier, we've both been to the Winchester Mystery House and taken the tours. I this could be a placebo. I don't know. I can't I can't say that it's 100% because of the place. We I went into that séance room and immediately it felt a little bit colder and I it felt fucking weird in that yeah. room. It didn't feel like you go into any other room. It no, fe- of all the rooms in that house, the only one I really the remember room. is that one. Every other room was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, those stairs going there? That's that's all right. Oh, this is her bed? This is where she slept? That's where she died? Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing like that. Right. And then you go into the seance room, and it's just fucking creepy. Like, you know the feeling that you get, like, if you just watch, like, a super scary movie, or your wife comes in here and scares the shit out of us, and... You're, what a dick. You feel like you're watching your back for the rest of the night. Yeah. You get that feeling in that room. Like, you go to that room, and it feels like there's something there. It's it's weird to say. Like I said, it could be placebo. It just feels odd. Uh, but towards the end of her life, don't fucking look behind no, me when I'm, I'm talking about this I'm shit. Not, I'm not. <laughs> um, I'll look to- down. I'll towards look the down. end of her life, she actually legitimately went crazy because she was constantly building and constantly doing these things, trying to run away from these spirits and, and get away from it. So she literally went crazy and she was thinking that she was fucking rich. So she had staff making her meals and things like that. She thought that the staff were going to poison her. She heard, uh, she heard different rumors about her being poisoned and we're going to do this and that. That's why the seance room is built directly above the kitchen with a window looking down when you can look over there and you can watch the chefs making the food. Oh, the skylight and the fucking floor? Yeah. Do, yeah. Thing? Directly in the floor right yeah. above the kitchen. It's to uh, it's so she can watch the chefs making the food to ensure that she wasn't being poisoned. Um, it was also one of the first houses that had a dumbwaiter in it. 
um, she Say. it was an electric dumbwaiter. It wasn't like one that you go like this. No, it was like, like you press a button and it fucking goes up. Here's your food, Miss Winchester. Um, but like she legit went crazy and was watching people and and was seeing whether she was actually seeing things or she was hallucinating because she was crazy. Nobody really knows. But the reason that this house was built constantly, 100, uh, all that, like every single day for 24 hours a day was because she was trying to confuse the spirits and, and not be in the same place. Uh, you know what I mean? More yeah. than one day, just trying to get away from them right. because that's what the medium told her to do. And that that's what she thought she had to do to get away from this. Cause she, she believed that her husband was actually talking to her from the other side, whether that's true or not. Allegedly. I don't believe in mediums and things like that because they're all bullshit. Like that John Edwards guy and yeah. and the Long Island medium, it's all bullshit. Miss um, uh, Cleo. And Miss Cleo's legit. No, I'm just <laughs> playing. I don't know. Um, but like stuff like that, that's bullshit. But I don't know if there's ghosts. You know what I mean? I've felt eerie in a lot of fucking places. I've felt a lot of places that have in, really weird feelings. right here. It's just because of your wife. You know, she walking out of the fight, you know, <laughs> like that's just because she scared me. But, you know, like there's I've I haven't been to very many places that legitimately make me feel uncomfortable. Right. Like, I'll, but that fucking seance room doesn't. I'll go to most places and just be fine. You know what I mean? Even if it's like, oh, it's a murder castle. This was this is where people got right. murdered. You know what I mean? By H.H. H. H. Holmes. Holmes. Yeah. And. I'd be like, oh, okay, a lot of people died here, but that fucking room. Are you going to do that when you go to Chicago, bro? Oh, I might. You should do that dope. shit. Yeah, I'm going in December. That'd be You can do that'd a, be fucking, sick. Uh, a fucking tour through that shit. I'll see if Ann's down. That'd be dope. That'd be sick. Yeah. Anyways, we'll get back to you. But the house is haunted. I've been there, and I felt fucking something. Something was fucking up. That's what sheep will say. Uh, you went there, and you felt weird, so. I felt weird because... Everybody was talking about it, and that's what the uh, tour guides were kind of feeding you because it's more exciting than the real thing. Which but is I true. don't think it's as exciting as the real thing. Okay. To, to so be honest. So what's the real thing? I think the house is fucking haunted. Right, first, let me And there's been plenty of ghost ghost, ghost uh, shows ghosts, that have been there. Oh, yeah. Very reputable. You know, like Taps was there, and they found shit. Oh, so, yeah. You yeah, know. right. Yeah. Ghostbusters? <laughs> yeah. Venkman was there for sure. Oh, okay. In one of the two basements. Slimer showed up. <laughs> anyway, uh, to dispel that myth, there's no evidence which states that Sarah Winchester ever visited any medium, including Adam Coons. Nor is there any evidence of her being a spiritualist or believing in communication with the dead. Uh, the most damning thing is that there's no actual proof that she used the quote-unquote seance room to conduct any kind of spiritual rituals of any kind. Also, why would odd features of a house confuse evil spirits? Uh, because they're stupid. They're just evil and dumb. Because, okay, you, yeah. you die and then you become stupid? Like, you don't retain any knowledge? I understand you can't take, like, material possessions with you, but you're... Uh, intellectual properties you shouldn't be allowed to take that with you into the afterlife okay this isn't fucking instagram all right but a, a lot of, <laughs> i'm just saying a, a lot of a lot of evil people are dumb like every mass shooter they're fucking stupid they're dumb people yeah and they're evil yeah 
So if they're evil spirits, they're probably oh, dumb. Oh, okay. You're only a ghost if you're an evil spirit now. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. Was you she said, not only allegedly talking to her fucking dead husband? You said evil was spirit. Was he an evil spirit? You said evil spirit. My bad. So I'm going off of what you said, asshat. All right, fuck it. But a staircase <laughs> that goes to the ceiling wouldn't confuse an evil... It wouldn't confuse anybody. Yeah, what? You wouldn't go up the fucking staircase because yeah, you know it leads to the goddamn ceiling. You wouldn't go up the staircase, but you're like, I need to get to the next level. It's not that staircase. And what if that's the only staircase you find, Chris? Okay, okay. What do you do before you walk through a door? You open it to see where it goes to, right? Yeah. Why the fuck would you walk out of a 12-story drop unless you're staring down at your phone or your ghost phone or whatever the fuck. Or it's at night. What if it's at night? If it's nighttime. In the 1800s, there ain't no lights out there. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) further... If she's being okay, this is the real one. Okay, if she's being haunted by the ghosts that are seeking revenge from being killed by Winchester rifles, right? Mm-hmm. Why would she make it worse by having majority ownership in the fucking company? Let alone, she purchased more controlling shares, which she profited off of for the rest of her life. She was Chris. She kept purchasing Chris, she, stocks she, in the same company. For which she was being haunted. She knew what she was getting into, but she was about that money, honey. <laughs> no, if somebody she was told about you, that money, honey. So she's selling her soul to the devil for money now. No, in the 1800s, ain't nobody had was it 20.5 million dollars in the 1800s? Oh, I'm sure somebody had more. There's very few people that had that much Rockefeller. money. Rockefeller. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's very few people. Who's that guy that made the fucking railroads? Uh. There's a big railroad tycoon out there that was got fucking super uber rich. Speaking of rails, I'm about to go off of them real quick. We've if already been off like, the rails. If you would like to follow me. So we're going to get into some, some pretty weird shit, bro. I'm about to jump off the tracks like John Marston here. <laughs> Sarah Winchester, uh, maiden name Sarah Pardee, was raised in an educational environment where she had exposure to Masonic concepts and other influences. It's part of her childhood. So she knows how to lay down grout and stick that fucking brick right on top of that bastard. Not stonemasons. Freemasons. So but what, I mean, one of these concepts. One, the Freemasons are actual masons. Like that's how they got to get into it. It's like almost like a union, but they're a secret society at okay, the same time. All right. You know. Okay. As an extension of the Knights Templar. See. Right. Yeah. So uh, one of these concepts involves the labyrinth aspect of the house design. Ooh, you remember I said labyrinth you said earlier? Labyrinth, oh. yeah. So in this environment, the tradition of the initiate is emphasized. So the novice student or initiate is required to go through a series of tests in order to prove they're ready and worthy to advance to the higher levels of learning. So she had to build a crazy fucking house? Or degrees. No. So in ancient times, oh, are we talking legit ancient times? Or are back we talking in the like, days, like Knights Templar, like back in the days, so, days, like so, before Freemasonry. So like Knights Templar, like the first people that came to America besides the Native Americans. Got it. Oh Got my it. God. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Well, who do you think it was fucking Christopher Columbus? That lost <laughs> son of a bitch. The initiate in ancient times was subjected to a, a test called the labyrinth. Mm-hmm. So this labyrinth was usually... Uh, an underground or enclosed maze-like structure, which nope. was dark, nope. had winding stairs, nope. and passageways. Nope. Fuck that. <laughs> the initiate would have to find the correct path through the labyrinth's obstacles and traps. 
Nope. The purpose of the test was to force the initiate to develop and hone their powers of intuition and insight. Intuition. Intuition. <laughs> See, I fucking, I, I'm mildly claustrophobic. And if it's a small hallway at night in you, the dark. In, in ancient times, you literally had like only so many times you could request light. Uh, no. You would call out, I, I would like some light, please. And what do they turn the fucking electricity switch on? You <laughs> to show me the way. Now, fuck that noise. Like, so, I don't get the people that go into these crazy ass fucking uh, haunted houses, dude. Where you gotta like sign waivers and shit. Vicky was like, uh, "Let's do an escape room." Uh, fuck that. Let's do an escape room. And I'll I was do like, an escape. Uh, fuck off. I'll do an escape room if it's like during the middle of summer and it's like travel themed you know what i mean if it's like something weird you know it's like okay i can figure out this puzzle and they're gonna let me leave but like if it's like a halloween fuck, fuck that no, noise get the fuck out like a saw escape yeah, room give me fuck the you. goddamn code to the door i've right seen now. that movie and they all die yeah spoiler alert actually saw so it's been not saw the escape room movie oh, it's okay. a legit movie and it's fucking they all die yeah uh anyways spoilers, saw, dude saw you were going uh, it, on. It sounded interesting. It made like a hundred million dollars off that off the first movie, which they had a budget of like one point three million. Dope. Made a lot Dope. of fucking money. Anyway. But anyway, who what I'm who goes into these haunted houses? You know like the haunted houses where you have to sign waivers, like where people actually physically touch you and like nah, tie you I'm down good. and shit. I'm good. I don't yeah. need that. They like physically tie you down. I was like, no, I'm gonna fucking hurt you, dude. I don't need that. Like shit. fuck that noise. These people are sadistic assholes. Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> so in ancient times, they went through that labyrinth, dark, winding staircases, all that jazz, right? All that jazz, son. So Sarah's labyrinth, her house uh, serves essentially the same function, but hers is more, um, her labyrinth piece is more of mm. a symbolic introductory step to the puzzle. Mm. So the real test is for the initiate in the Winchester house uh, to understand and identify the remarkable mix of symbols and number code in the house. The number 13 is fucking everywhere. I'll get to that. I'll tell you why. So Sarah's love for geometry and symmetric numbers is prominent throughout the house. Uh, Kyle, are you familiar with the Pythagorean table? Not the table, but I'm the theorem. No. I'm, uh, the theorem I'm familiar no, with. No, the a table. squared plus b squared no, equals c table. squared. The table. One through nine, and uh, when the alphabet went to twenty six letters, they went to. The oh Pythagorean yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, you got it. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows about this. They've heard about this. Um, <laughs> without going too into it, because I don't feel the need to cover it, since everyone knows about Fucking it. Fucking look it up. It's on Google. You basically correspond a letter to its appropriate number, and then you simplify those numbers. Yeah. To get uh, a number based yeah. on your name. So, um, for example, yeah. according to the Pythagorean table, Sarah Pardee equals six. But her full name is Sarah Lockwood Pardee, which equals 13. Mm. But if you simplify that, it's four because one plus three equals four. Yeah. Because but why the, would you? Okay. Because the Pythagorean table is zero yeah. through nine. And zeros are null. Oh, so she was trying to get on the on the right. Pythagorean table. But sometimes yeah. people get loose with the simplication rule. So she might 
signify with 13 as her number? Well, 13 is fucking everywhere. They're, like, right. there's, there's so she window panes. So she probably doesn't uh, simplify it and just says her number is 13. Yeah, she has window panes that have like, like they'll have a design in it, which is repeated 13 times. It's more than there's, just that. There is one bathroom well, no. that has 13 uh, window panes. Yeah, 13 there's, there's, there's stuff everywhere. Of other shit. It's crazy. Uh, so... Sometimes people get loose with the simplification rule. Like another example is Sarah equals twenty, but the simplica- simplification is two because the zero nulls it because you're supposed to yeah, add this. Yeah, it's just numbers. two. Yeah. So you get it. Um. So why does she marry William Wirt Winchester? His name's Wirt. Yeah, middle his middle name. name middle name. Don't, we don't get hung up on middle names, Kyle. The worst. That is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know because he his is his name is also thirteen in the Pythagorean yeah, table. Sick ass lamb chops, bro. I didn't. Look, I'll look it Dude. up. Dude, like you without the middle part. Yeah, like gotcha. he's looking to get orally sodomized. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> okay, so I'll give you the short answer. She don't love no rifle making ass bitch. She loves math. Okay. Mathesis rifle is making reason, ass bitch is the reason she marries him. So William Wirt Winchester's name, when it's simplified, becomes seven seven seven. Oh, the Almighty Lord! Right, William is thirty four. Three plus four is seven. Wirt twenty five. Two plus five is seven. Oh. Winchester. 52. You ain't five lying. Plus two is seven. Those is some chops, son. I'm telling you. Dude, that's like... That was a handsome young man right there. His, uh, he could have shaved. He could have at least combed him a little bit. His chops are longer than his collar, bro. <laughs> Good Lord. Anyways. So as we know, 777, 777 is an extremely important number in many cultures, the including... The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Freemasonry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The birth of their daughter, Annie Pardee Winchester, in 1866... Results in a new set of numbers that Sarah's got to fucking deal with. You know, right? I, I was secretly hoping she's got some kind of OCD shit where she needs everybody's numbers to match. I was secretly hoping his or genius. His, his yeah, his name came out to six six six. You wish, yeah, that would have made this a real Halloween, real episode. real spoopy, <laughs> real spoopy. <laughs> so Sarah named their daughter Annie, giving two primary primary numbers to represent her name. Annie Pardee, which is which equals which yeah. is five plus six, which equals eleven, and Annie Winchester, which equals seventy-seven, which is relevant because Sarah Pardee and Annie Pardee both consist of five letters followed by six letters for a total of eleven. William Winchester and Annie Winchester then simplified equals seventy-seven, so they're both locked in mathematically. All right. I'm trying to follow you here. Right? So it's this whole OCD thing. So what takes the cake is Sarah Party Winchester. As if that didn't do it. Right. Sarah Party Winchester, William Wirt Winchester, and Annie Party Winchester each consist of 21 letters. 21 consists of three sevens, so each of them are 777. Okay. So back to the labyrinth. So they're Freemasons because their names are seven seven. That is crazy. It's it's just it's circumstantial, but it's just a really big coincidence. Yeah. But I realize I sound insane when I start talking about numbers. <laughs> For sure. Okay, but if we get deeper into it, you'll understand why I'm 
still really crazy. We don't have a choice. All right. The Winchester house serves as a higher dimensional puzzle. So the labyrinth is just part of it, right? The, the rest is figuring out her coding. So in order to discover its underlying meaning, you have to walk the ancient path of the initiate. So Sarah carefully crafted Masonic and other cultures features into the house. We should try to figure this out and become Masons. Like, dude, you could become the next fucking Francis Bacon. Like yeah, you start well, writing Shakespeare that and was, create a new version of the Bible uh, and shit. Uh, well, apparently the house was based off of uh, Bacon's writings in some uh, uh, aspect. The Shakespearean windows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you ready for this fucking rabbit hole? As an initiate... And this wasn't a fucking <laughs> rabbit hole in the first place? Good as, Lord. As an initiate, you start at the front of the house. Oh, yeah. That, that makes sense. So, like Solomon's temple... The house faces true Solomon's east. Solomon's... Are we talking like hidden hidden temple type of thing? The fucking Olnax and shit? Oh, you got to go. <laughs> the fucking hidden of the monkey. The temple of the monkey. So, either way. The house faces... <laughs> fucking... The house faces true east. This is symbolically important because east represents... You know, the sun rises in the east. It represents a source of light, which is also uh, represents knowledge and wisdom. You follow me? Yeah, I'm following. I'm just trying to figure out. I'm, I'm picturing the house's orientation in my head yeah. and figuring out if that's east. It's fa- it faces directly yeah. east. So the initiate would enter through the wrought iron gates. Each gate is decorated with a sun symbol. This symbol was used by Francis Bacon in similar fashion, but it, his son has a face. The the happy face, the one you see, yeah, the one you see yeah. on all kinds of everything shit, right? on. Yeah. There's there's iced tea that has it. There's a whole bunch of stuff. all kinds of shit. So Del Taco's logo. The the difference know? in Sarah's son is instead of a face in the center, she uses an eight petaled daisy. So the daisies represent innocence and fidelity, which are the two essential qualities of the initiate. The sun symbol is the insignia. Of the senior deacon of a Masonic lodge. Which in Freemasonry, it's the senior deacon who acts as the initiate's guide through the three blue lodge degrees or levels of knowledge and shit officially. So by passing through those gates, the initiate becomes their own guide and pursues pursues the path of self-initiation. Okay. So by having those types of things on there, she kind of bypasses having the senior deacon. You just take your own fucking yeah. face. It's like a, it's it's like Christianity breaking off from Catholicism, basically. Like, yeah. oh yeah, you can just pray directly. Yeah, you know, you're it's, good, but we're gonna go over here. Yeah, we don't need the guides. Yeah, we so, don't. The, you know what it was? Why Christianity broke off from Catholicism? I'm sorry, I even fucking brought that up now. No, but yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no yeah. It, it, it's not bad. Okay. But you know why they broke off? It's because the Christians were lazy fuckheads, and they're like, I don't want to kneel and stand up and sit down and stand up and kneel and sit down and stand up and kneel and do this seventeen. And what's with this fish on Friday shit? Million times <laughs> during the course of a Sunday. Fuck that noise. We're just gonna sit down and sing. That's that's what happened there. Hallelujah. I understand the Christianity side of things. I've gone to a Catholic church and what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> Good Lord. You can get a hernia. I'm telling you, I'm so, crippled. I can't be doing this shit. Once you're inside the gates of 
the Winchester Hell. Mystery House. No. Oh. If you look straight ahead, as you go inside the gates, there's two palm trees, which kind of like frame the house. The house is gorgeous, by the yeah. way. If not, look the fucking thing up. It's so awesome. Those, those two palm trees sort of represent the twin torch pillars at the entrance of Solomon's Temple. This is getting crazy, Chris. It frames it in the same way. Getting crazy. So for all Masonic initiates, these are the first features you'll pass through when you enter the lodge room is those those pillars. So in Masonic culture, after passing through the pillars, the initiate symbolically ascends a winding staircase leading to the temple. So instead of allowing people to enter the front of her house, Sarah required people to uh, enter from the entrance in the northwest corner, which is actually at the back side of the house. Why? Because there's a spiral staircase there? Uh, because all Masonic initiates must enter the lodge room through its northwest corner. Okay. Sarah's entrance. I don't know about you, but I went in the front door. (laughs) (laughs) But Sarah wouldn't let you do that. Sarah's entrance is known by many as the switchback staircase or goofy staircase. Dude, those steps are so fucking small. It winds from the center until reaching the second floor. And it has 44 tiny fucking steps. So Two inches. They rise. Okay, so I'm going to fucking put a little... Fork in your in your yeah, yeah, mason yeah. thing. Put a pin in that. Uh, because those staircases were built because she in her later years she was very arthritic in her legs and her knees. Boo fucking who? And she couldn't lift her leg more than a couple of inches without it hurting excruciatingly. You know how many servants so, she had. You know she could have definitely yeah. paid somebody to carry your ass up them stairs. She had to go to the different rooms to hide from the ghosts. So she wanted to move around the house freely and be an independent woman, Christopher. So she got her, she, she got the easy rise steps as they're called, which they're literally only about an inch tall. So it's like, it's a chore getting up these fucking things. You like skip seven of them just to take one step at a time. This was before I was crippled, so it was real easy. But it's like they're really tiny steps. But for somebody that has arthritis and can barely move, I can understand why they would need this sidewinder staircase to get to the second floor. But maybe she made it work for her in her architectural genius. Maybe she did, but I think it's because the arthritis. Symbolize the winding staircase of Masonic. It's the arthritis. <sighs> Each step is two inches, so it's more like a ramp than a set of stairs. They actually really. have... Well, they've put in... I don't know if it's recently, but when I went, they have a side that you could just go up quickly instead of walking through this fucking little thing if you want to. It's not the way of the mason. The staircase also has seven turns to go yeah. up one fucking story. Dude. <laughs> it's it's tiring. You're going you're like, oh, shit, and they're fucking herding this whole tour group through it, and they're like, come on! But check this out. Right. She blends the symbolism of the winding staircase of Masonic second degree with the symbolism of Jacob's ladder. Jacob's ladder. Who's Jacob? The ginger? From our fantasy football league or? No. Okay. It's a different guy. No. Gotcha. Gotcha. Jacob's ladder, according to uh, Kabbalistic and Masonic traditions. Oh, we talking Madonna here? Kabbalah and shit? Yeah. No. Uh, is, I'm off board. So it's a ramp that winds around seven turns that ascends to heaven. Each of the seven turns of Jacob's ladder represents a progressively higher degree of enlightenment. Also, the seven turns symbolize the liberal arts and sciences 
as explained to the uh, initiate in the winding staircase of the second Masonic degree. Okay. So she did a little mashup of cultures there. She did a little, bo- bo- little bit pretty, both. Pretty ingenious. Yeah, I'm enlightened. For an arthritic uh, old lady. Right. Let's talk. Let's talk ballroom. Which one? First, There's two of them. First one. Okay. The first one you walk into after the little tiny little fucking staircase thing. Yeah, that thing's great. The house is laid out so fucking weird. I don't understand it. Check this out. It's the only room in the house that was constructed almost entirely without the use of nails. Why the fuck would anyone do that? I don't know. So it's supposed Glue to mimic. Is cheaper. It's supposed to mimic the building of Solomon's Temple. Okay. So when you enter the ballroom, you notice a, a parquet floor with light and dark squares. No, that parquet shit that was super elaborate for back in the day. Only the rich of the the richest of the rich had parquet floors because right. it was super expensive to exactly. have. Exactly. No, she was fucking showing off like with her gold chandeliers. She was just like, Yeah, I got parquet floors. Bitch. Right. She's like, I got fucking parquet floors. Parquet, look at this up. shit. And they're they're offset, so they have like light and dark squares. It's like checkered. It's like Madison Square Garden, right? Which gotcha. is uh, bears a resemblance to the checkered mosaic floors of Masonic lodge rooms. Okay. Boom, bitch. I mean, if that's you, just like you know, she just liked that floor. Yeah, she liked the look of it, and she likes the as I like to quote, uh, what's that fucking movie, Boondock Saints, the symbology. Symbolism So if you look at the ceiling The chandelier has 13 globes Yeah The ceiling has 9 panels Yeah Which represent the numbers uh, 1 through 9 of the Pythagorean table Yeah But if you look closely Sarah includes 13 sub panels In each of the 9 main panels Hmm 9 sets of 13 Let's multiply. That's 117, which is 11 and 7 standing side by side. If you multiply it again, you get 77, which corresponds to the name of her late daughter, Annie Winchester, and husband, William Wirt Winchester. Chris, I think you've gone crazy, my friend. Maybe she... I'm pretty (laughs) sure she had some kind of... Either genius that nobody understood or OCD, which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. She, she, <laughs> she, she was just like, yep, it's got to be 170, 117. Dude. You know? Definitely. Definitely Kmart. Definitely. She. Okay. Let's talk about that fucking window that faced no light. The right? Tiffany the one window. we talked about that was magnificent. The Tiffany blah, 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 window. Right? Yeah. Yes. So it was prominently displayed at the top of a 13-step staircase. Uh, Sarah exhibits that ornate fucking stained glass window, right? It's the most ornate window in the entire house. It's probably the most expensive window in the house. It's probably one of the most expensive windows ever made. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, probably. It was $1,500 in 18-whatever. 1880. So it was like, probably like twenty grand. Who's buying that for At a window? Least, Who's right. doing that for a window? So, it was manufactured with Sarah's specific specifications by Tiffany. Are specifications yeah. specific? I thought they might have been more opaque. Okay, you know, anyway, obtuse. like we said, it faces north, which gets no sorts of light. So, what the fuck? Uh, this part of the puzzle is rooted in ancient Egypt. 
So the Egyptians saw the path to heaven as a 12-step staircase with a magnificent door at the top. 12 steps got you to the door, but a divine being had to open the door to you to reveal a 13th step that was invisible beforehand, which allows you to cross into heaven. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm coming along the trip for you. The reason for the window facing north is to be in line with the immortal star Sirius, which to the ancient Egyptians, serious? yeah, nice, <laughs> which to the ancient Egyptians is where heaven was located. Also, uh, maybe because they didn't know science and they're like, oh, that bright thing is heaven. She's being clever. Oh, okay. She's, she's combining a lot of cultures. Also, Solomon's temple had a great golden window that faced to the north as well. So she's she's just hit, playing the hits. Like everything. Like, dude. She, Religion? Like, you, like, I got the greatest hits. You say hits. she wasn't an architect, but fuck, dude. Well, if you just go she crazy sure, and sure like start... Like she knew what she was doing. Start grasping for straws and have extreme confirmation bias. Like, yep, oh, she was doing God. this. Okay, the bedroom... Her bedroom, south-facing window, overlooks a beautiful lawn and garden. Right. It really is. In the middle of the lawn, we see a crescent-shaped hedge accentuated by yellow chrysanthemums. That was chrysanthemums. Buffalo Trace, I love you. Don't be a bitch. So, nope, that's nope, Elijah Craig. Nope, Elijah Craig. Yeah. Buffalo Trace tastes great. <laughs> <laughs> that's as good as I got right now. That's all I got. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> You were going. I'm into my knees and fucking numbers here. What do you want me to be a genius? <laughs> you were going for it too, Elijah Craig. That tastes great. I mean, I said Buffalo, Buffalo Trace, Trace, you bitch. <laughs> so, back to the crescent of chrysanthemums. So the crescent was a periodical magazine of poetry and prose written under various pseudonyms by Sarah and her classmates, and classmates. published by her alma mater. Yeah, in Connecticut. No. Uh, the, the Young Ladies Collegiate Institute of New Haven, Connecticut. The artwork on the magazine's cover featured... Women didn't have an education back then. Rich women did. Yeah. I was joking. The, <laughs> the artwork on the magazine's cover featured a crescent moon in its uh, waxing stage. So Whatever that fucking basically means. Basically, a crescent moon. Yeah. Okay. On the opposite side of the... Dark side of the sun. An another important function of the crescent hedge is to emphasize the moon's relationship to the number 13. Uh, it's the lunar number because there's always 13 full moons in a year. Okay. That's the reason that the Mayans and the Chinese had 13-month calendars. She actually has a window that has uh, 13 circles at the top of it, which you talk about moons. The moon is a circle. Right. Yeah, that just kind of popped into my head. Yeah. What yeah. if the full moons occur in each of those? That would be, be nuts. sick as fuck. That'd be super crazy. It would crazy. confirm all of this shit. It probably would, yeah. But anyway, actually the 13th month calendar is still more accurate than the Gregorian calendar that we use. The which calendar? Gregorian. Uh, I know we use the Gregorian calendar, the one beforehand. Oh, the 13th month calendar, like the Mayan calendar, oh. the Chinese calendar. Yeah, too bad it ran out, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, we killed them all, Kyle. No. What do you want me to say? They killed themselves, the mines did. What? 
Mines killed themselves. That's another episode. Okay. Anyways. So, let's talk seance room. That shit creepy as fuck, bro. At the... It's at... It's at, it's at the it's it's, it's at the exact center of the house. Mm-hmm. It's got like this right? creepy fucking blue tile everywhere. This is where she supposedly conducted midnight seances for thirty eight years for the purpose of receiving building instructions from fucking spirits. Okay? Well, she was trying to appease the spirits as well as contact her husband. She was trying to get a hold of her husband, and then. Basically, tell the spirits like, "Hey, stop fucking bothering me! Like, I'm I'm trying to live in peace." But that type kind of thing, thing uh, as any Freemason or most people know, is pretty much absurd. Most? Are you sure? Yeah. What do you mean that doesn't like Beetlejuice? You can't stand around the the fucking table and shit starts moving. I don't know shake, what this shake, is. Shake, Sonora. It says all Rosy, right? The Rosicrucians. The fuck is that? I don't know. But in that, all Rosicrucians have a room. R-O-S-I-C-R-U-C-I-A-N-S. I got it. it. They have a room or space like this situated as closely as possible to the center of your home. Oh, this is actually close to you. Rosicrucians, a member of a worldwide brotherhood claiming to possess esoteric wisdom handed down from ancient times the name derives from the orders and symbols of a rose and a cross son of a bitch which is similar to the family of the coat of arms of martin luther mr oh, fuck me. lutheran god damn i should look Anyways. more closely into that i'm a build yeah. i'm building a room in the middle of the house <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> so it serves a, a practical purpose as far as being far from distraction of outside noise. So the room is actually called the Sanctum. So the uh, Freemasons have something similar. They refer to it as the Chamber of Reflection. And there's two Rosicrucian museums in San Jose right next to each Let's other. Let's fucking go. So the Sanctum is where Rosicrucians study, uh, meditate, and perform private ritual. Uh, they actually also, in Rosicrucian uh, culture, you wear a different robe for this in every month of the lunar calendar, which is 13. She had 13 robes in her quote-unquote seance room. So she was a Rosicrucian. Correct. Okay. So Sarah's sanctum is shaped like a cube, um, which emulates the sanctum uh, sanctorum, or the Holy of Holies of Solomon's Temple. The room measures 11 by 11 by 11. Uh, those dimensions are not accidental. Sarah uses the 11-11-11 cube for several reasons. First, uh, like Francin, Fras, Francis Bacon's play on the letters LLL Francis in Love's Labors Lost. 11-11-11 uh, combined becomes number 33, uh, which also refers to Francis Bacon. Uh, second, 11 times 11 times 11 renders the Ramanujan palindromic number uh, 1,331. Palindrome's the same as back right, and same forward. Right, same forward, yep. same backwards. Yep. Uh, notice the Masonic metaphor of the number 33 enclosed with the number 11 uh, is... As it is uh, flanked by the twin, Masonic uh, pillars, i.e. 
1, 33, 1, also 13 and 31, possess a unique quality of generating reverse palindromic twins Dude. when they are squared. So 13 squared is 169 and 31 squared is 961. Finally, Sarah's use of the number 11 illustrates the simplicity of the cube symmetry. The simplest mathematical expression of cubical symmetry is 11, 11, 11, which Sarah hoped would we would discover by simply multiplying the number 11 by 777 by 13. The Rosicrucian... Uh, museums are literally right up the road from the Winchester Mystery House. Like, they're on the same road, just a mile down the road, pretty much. That gave me goosebumps. Like, I'm serious. I'm <laughs> So, I mean, there's a bunch of other examples, but you get it, right? Like, yeah. this... This isn't some ghost house that she was building because she was crazy and she was scared of fucking ghosts and shit. It's literally right up the Rosa street. Rosicrucians? Winchester Mystery House. God damn. Like, it's that's, right there. That's like a hop, skip, and a jump, dude. It, it's like, it, it's built that way on purpose. I bet you it's like built to the northeast of it. You I know? think, so her and Francis Bacon had like Ford a lot Cobalt? more. If, if I had more time to research it, I think I could tie a lot more between Sarah Winchester and, and Francis, Francis Bacon. Bacon. Um, but this isn't our full-time job, so no, no. we don't... And I know. wish I wish I could have done it for you, but I couldn't. But if you have time, go ahead and research it. It's really interesting yeah. because it's or, almost like a past life kind of yeah. thing. Like, like he was fucking reborn yeah. in her body or some he, shit. He was just like, okay, well, uh, now I have this to do yeah you know so to me it feels like the house is waiting for someone to inherit that genius and finish that puzzle and then start a new one for someone else to finish the house is haunted it's like confusing the spirits no dude (laughs) this bitch was a genius there's too many uh geometrical coincidences too many quinky dinks it's fucking crazy it's 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 weird and It's it's very weird it's shocking but it, to me, it's genius. See, yeah, I can see the the tour guides and everything playing up the spooky aspect of the thing just because... To the general public, that's more amusing than yeah. some genius that... Uh, well, I, I feel like they should play off the genius part. I don't well, understand play why off they being, insist on she the was ghost. A, and, she was a Freemason, but I mean... it's a, Maybe the Freemasons are like, just it, play the ghost thing, man. Yeah. Well, they could be. Yeah, they could be the owners. But you know, they, they, they're they like, yeah, this is the way it's going to play. Um, but, uh, yeah, what if they still have, like, Freemason applicants coming into uh, the Winchester Mystery House on, like, a tour, and they have to have their own little tour and find this secret right. room they do their where they have, like, they have, like, three guys sitting in this room waiting for somebody to you stumble never upon know. it. If it's owned by Masons, they might allow like Masons to walk up through it and yeah. try to figure out w- what yeah. she was trying to show you. Yeah. Because I've, I've actually talked to a Mason before, mm-hmm. uh, back when it was a couple of years back. Uh, he came into where I was working and I saw he had a Freemason's ring on. He had the, the, the compass and the square, yeah. uh, ring. I, and there's a G in the middle, yeah. I believe. And uh, 
uh, at the time I was, I mean, I'm still into conspiracy theories, but like I was like super into conspiracy theories then because I wasn't as well read back then. So I was like, I was asking them questions like, oh, you're Mason, huh? So like, what is it that you guys do? And like prying and things like that. And he's like, well, we're just a, we're just a group of uh intelligent people that's it's basically like a book club on steroids type of thing yeah he was like we're all about uh disseminating information and being uh hyper intelligent type of thing so that's it kind of falls in line with what the house is because you would have to you would have to be really smart in order to figure out these little tiny nuances it's like wait okay that's 77 Right, you'd have to sit there and fucking measure the room, yeah, and figure out like all the geometry of Mm -hmm. everything, and really do a lot of fucking math. Yeah, or you can use Occam's razor and say the simplest thing is ghosts. Is that Occam's razor really? (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, no, Occam's razor is is usually the simplest explanation is the correct explanation. Yeah, I know, but like. Ghost isn't a very simple yeah, explanation. Yeah, I know. I'm That's jo- what I mean. I'm joking. Your your argument sounds much more feasible. It's fucking crazy. It's, it's insane. It's almost as crazy as ghosts. But it just makes more sense to me that she was like, I'm going to devote my life to making everything equal my husband or late yeah. daughter's fucking yeah. numbers but, that I identified and with the, and she chose her partner based on those numbers and then chose her she chose fucking name correctly based off those numbers well yeah i mean the money had nothing to do with it right but, well <laughs> women women don't look I mean, at the money was, at all well to, to look at it really i mean she was already connected to freemasons and bohemian club members yeah but she probably didn't she was really connected need help. she was connected she was on a whole nother on a fucking mathematic level but she wouldn't have she wouldn't have the resources that she has. Well, that that she doesn't have now. That she had then, if it wasn't for inheriting her husband's millions. Yeah, literally millions. Yeah, and and the shares in the company. She wouldn't have the ability to build this labyrinth, as you put it, um, without that money. By the way, I got um, the spider web design. Yeah, go for it. What was, what was the? What was your take the- on it? Well, I'm getting a lot of this information from a little website called the truth about Sarah Winchester.com. Oh, so the website that has a black background with some sort of bright writing on it. Cause yeah. those are always super reputable. Fuck you, man. It's interesting. It hurts your <laughs> fucking eyes. It's not for sheeple. That's all I'm saying. So the sheeple can't stand the writing. It hurts their eyes. So they just click out and they're like, fuck this. All right. So the design of the spider web window was important for several reasons. For one thing, uh, it possesses the quality of captivating those who go into the house. No, it catches the spirits. You're drawn to it because it looks like a fucking spider web. But more importantly, it represents the tangled interconnectedness of all things. So Mm. they're not just geometric designs intersecting a pane of glass. They're, They're more... Um, like living strands of string, which not only collect connect uh, individual pieces of glass, but also through dynamics uh, of gauge symmetry, unify all things to a complete whole. Okay. 
It's much more beautiful than oh, it's a spooky web to catch all the ghosts. Well, it, that's that's not how I was putting it. I just kind of <laughs> fucking said that. It, I from what I understand is she was she was uh, a fan of the occult and fan of of the ornate, and she happened to like spiders, and she had a favorite type of spider web different spiders make different webs different designs so she took her favorite spider and took the web and turned that into a window is from what i understand check this out sarah wants us to notice that the web contains 49 separate pieces of glass which is if you simplify that that's the number 13 okay four plus nine is 13 and it's prominent display uh prominent is in her bedroom ceiling there's uh one of those glass spider web things it's actually really nice looking yeah it looks like like that yeah yeah i'd like that well i mean it is kind of spoopy but i'd have it in my house so the 49 pieces of glass are all joined together at precisely 52 different points which is the word Winchester. These fucking numbers hurt my head, It's 52. Good Lord. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, every little fucking detail. Like, did this bitch spend any time doing anything nope. but build this fucking house with all this crazy-ass numbers and if, symbolism and If this shit. house wasn't so fucking creepy, I'd love to live in it. Like, it's such a dope-looking house. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it wasn't so like creepy, you go in it and it's like, what the shit is happening here? And she had a crazy stained glass collection too, which she had did. a whole bunch of different. Well, yeah, in that fucking twenty thousand dollar room and everything. Yep, like, and stained glass wasn't cheap back then. It's still not cheap. Yeah, and that's like a whole lot of stained glass. Man, but you know, <sighs> either way. Know. Someone's got to solve that fucking puzzle. That's crazy. We need I'm to go Jonesing. back. We need to go back to the Winchester Mystery. We house. need to do a tour there. Yep. Live. Some, just have like a live. Just get mic'd up. A lavalier mic on it, so we could just so Vicky can scare the shit out of us again. Uh, nope, not on cue. No. And she's gonna do it in like two seconds when we're not expecting yeah. it. Um. But yeah, if you guys want to make this our full time job, then support. You know, support us. Go to Shit's Weird Bro One. Share on us. Twitter. Share us with your friends on Twitter. Uh, put us out there. Get us more views. Then we hey. can make it a full time job and have this researched down to the T every time we come in. If I had more full day, if I just went part time in my life, if you can make this my full time job and I can go part time at my real job yep. that pays actual money. Yep. I could have given you all the numbers for sure and geek the fuck out on this one. And I could have had something crazy with some ghost shit. But you know what? It's been an hour plus minutes. You know what I mean? It's been a great podcast. That's our normal and, now, about an hour. And, and Sarah Winchester is a goddamn genius. She is my consensus. <laughs> your consensus? Like yourself. You know, consensus means everybody it was comes my, together. Based on my research, that's what you think. That's, That's what I thought. feel. The consensus of the places that I researched made me feel. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. If that's true, if that's... That's nuck and futs. That's nuck and funs. If that's what... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. 
Uh, tastes great. <laughs> 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 tastes great. 